You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazers. How are you? I am so glad to be speaking with you again. And as I like to start each and every podcast, let's think of something for which we can be grateful. Okay, practicing the art of gratitude really transitions our world because we are acknowledging all the greatness that is just taking place in our lives. And also it grants us time to take a few steps back to look at the bigger picture and not necessarily to take a few steps back as a process of not going forward, but more so just taking a deep breath and understanding that there's so, 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 so much to be grateful for. And all we have to do is make the time to look around and understand that from little to small, or excuse me, from little to uh, large, from small to big, there are endless, endless things, endless situations, and endless people to be thankful for each and every day. Okay, so I urge you to write a note to yourself, expressing your gratitude, maybe jot it down in your phone, in the notes section there, or just talk about it with your friend. So if you want to voice your question or you have a comment for this podcast, all you have to do is go to either my Instagram page or my private Facebook group. So my Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore and my private Facebook group is Spiritual and Empowerment Living. So if you don't mind your question or comment being public, go right ahead to Instagram, let it be known. Or if it's a little bit more sensitive in nature and you really don't want too many people seeing it, but you want to uh, ask the question in a sacred setting, head over to my Facebook group. There are wonderful spiritual trailblazers there. So join the tribe, okay? You will see a an image that states new podcast alert, and that's how you know where to post your question or comment. So July is Social Wellness Month, and I'm super excited to talk about this because uh, this podcast is a very special podcast. So this month, we're going to be discussing our relationships we have how we interact with others, the support that's there during difficult times, uh, really just what what this has to do with 
building healthy, nurturing, supportive relationships, as well as uh, nurturing that genuine connection with those around us. But before we even focus on what's around us, I want to, as I said earlier, when we take a few steps back, I want to take a few steps back and dive into ourselves for a moment. Because I know as a spiritually centered person, my first instinct is to help people, to be generous, to um, work with people, to really get people to the next level, whatever that next level is for the greater good. And sometimes that comes at the expense of our energy to the point where we become burnt out, we become frustrated because we feel like we're not receiving uh, equal energy, equal or better energy. And that doesn't mean every time we do something for someone, we expect that in return. It's just in the grand scheme of things, if we're doing good, we do expect good to come back around. So it's not just with a, that one person or group of people. It's really, okay, what's the bigger picture here? I've been doing a lot of good. I expect good to happen. So the reason why this podcast is special is because this is a new segment where I talk about confessions. So I came up with this idea because I wanted to spend one podcast where we talk about things that aren't always as pretty. And in, in the past, we have talked about things that are a little bit more grittier, but I wanted something that would be based on real life experiences. So that's why I'm doing this Confessions of Tia, Intuition, Responsibility, and Free Will. I really wanted to talk about and embrace some of the not-so-fun and challenging things of being spiritually centered and, and empowered that are based on real-life experiences, because I have loads of conversations with close friends, and it's interesting how people want to do good, but they just get fed up. They get so fed up and they don't know how to discharge that energy sometimes. Okay. That ends up becoming them yelling in the house to no one, just getting it all out, uh, maybe staying home for a little while to themselves so they can just gather their thoughts. It comes in many forms, but they don't realize at the time that they are releasing that energy is something that just explodes because it's been bottled up for so long. So I want to talk about some of the things that I have experienced and I hope that it helps you because I have learned a lot over the years. Uh, and you don't even have to be a spiritually centered person to want to be uh, extremely gen gen generous. Um, I just combined two words. I want to say genuine and generous. <laughs> Okay, so a lot comes with that. All right, so <clears throat> before we get to that, I want to tell you about my free three-day challenge. Okay, so this is really cool. It is all about your dreams. So in this challenge, we discuss several things, well, three things in particular. All right, why we dream and where our dreams originate, how to tell her our dreams, and how to interpret the characters and themes in our dreams. So the three-day challenge is called How to Best Interpret Your Dreams. It's a three-day video challenge. 
so it's super fun, super easy, you know, no stress. <laughs> it's really just helping you to entertain the thoughts of dreaming. For those of you who say, Tia, I don't remember my dreams because that's something common that I, I get from people. I don't remember my dreams. How can I remember my dreams? So it's to help you get into the mindset of entertaining the thought of dreaming so you can remember your dreams. And for those of you who do remember your dreams and try to make sense out of it, this is for you. Okay, so all you had to do is head over to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash dream video series. Okay, it's three videos. You get a worksheet to fill out. It's a lot of fun, guys. All right, so again, it's tiamariejohnson.com forward slash dream video series. So <clears throat> intuition. I want to tell you a quick story about uh, a lady who asked me a question when I was uh, hosting a, a workshop about intuition and in particular, understanding your chakras and how you can heal, stuff like that. And so her question was, how can I help my friend when my intuition is telling me something about them? Okay, and so she told her friend what her intuition was telling her, and she said her friend still did the opposite. It's like, how do you deal with that? You know, when your intuition is spot on, okay, but someone decides to go path A, you know, they want to open up door B when you're saying, no, it's A, what do you do with that? And she was just, I, I saw and I understood her frustration when you have knowledge that you want to give someone or the person comes to you for knowledge, advice, whatever the case may be, you give it to them and they go the opposite way. And then you see them go through situations that could have been avoided. And you think to yourself, oh my God, this is so frustrating. Don't ask me anything else ever again. The same could be applied to when uh, your friend is asking you, should I wear the red dress or the blue dress? And you say, well, I like the blue dress. It complements your complexion. And she would say, oh, but red is my favorite color. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Get the red dress. Don't ask me anymore. It's something like that. And I want to talk about that story throughout this podcast because it applies to the intuition and responsibilities and free will. So what I had to learn with my intuition was that I had to first understand what it was. As a kid, and it know it's called intuition, your gut reaction, your um, uh, being clear sentient or an impact. I didn't know any of that. All I knew was that I had feelings, I got visions, and I just assumed that it was something everyone experienced. Little did I know, that takes practice, okay? So even if we do receive it uh, at a young age, we still had to practice understanding that gift. It's just like working out. It's like a muscle. You know, you want to fine tune it, you got to work out. Next, I had to learn how to deal with it. And that's what the lady was trying to do when she asked me that question. How, how do I deal with when I receive knowledge, a heads up, inclination about something. How do I deal with that? Okay, so I had to understand where my place was with people and in relationships because this is social wellness month, right? My relationship with people. 
how do I deal with my intuition when it comes to other people's lives, right? I don't get to choose what they do in their life. But at the same time, I'm receiving messages like, you should, you should know, you know, tell her, don't do that, don't do that. Or you'll just, or I would feel that something ain't right. You know, something, it's just not right. That doesn't seem right. Why are they doing that? And then next, which I talked about a little bit, is what to do with it. All right, so my intuition means sometimes that I'll just pick up something on someone. I would meet someone for the first time, and I would, uh, and so I'm, I'm clear audience as well, which means clearly he- hearing. So sometimes I would hear a school name, or or sometimes I'd get a, a vision of um, like a football practice, okay, that person either uh, loves football or they played football in college. So I would get certain things about them. So what does that mean? What do I do with that? So <clears throat> that's part of how my intuition works. I, I get inklings about people. This also means that at times I don't know if my feelings are my feelings. Confession here, confession to you. If my feelings are my own emotions or if it's my intuition. And I had to, again, go back to practicing, okay, when I meet someone, how do I feel? Okay, because I'm now being exposed to their energy. Do I get a knot in my stomach? Okay, as opposed to if I'm walking down the street and it's nighttime and I'm feeling a little bit uneasy. That's my emotion because I'm a woman walking down the street at nighttime, okay? So I had to understand what is my emotion and what is my intuition? My experience with intuition has been fun and exciting. And I, I have told many stories of how my intuition panned out and it was great, whether it's in my books or podcasts or writing. And then there were other times where it was, it was just downright annoying and it tried my patience, guys. So when I listen to my intuition and it works out, uh, meaning, for uh, example, I was going to go out one night. I didn't. Something said, stay home, don't go out. And it was interesting because I received a package. So it was like early evening time. Okay, so anyone who ever had to wait for a package and you don't have Amazon Prime, you totally get where I'm coming from. So this was before Amazon. Amazon had Prime and you're waiting all day for your package. And of course, when it says, oh, we'll be at your house between 1 and 8 p.m. It's like 8 (laughs) p.m. So I waited, and thank God, because the delivery guy did not knock on the door. In this case, uh, ring the bell. I was was living in an apartment at the time. Nothing, just left my package right outside. So that was something simple, something nice. Okay. Other times, it's just been turn here, turn there, and then I meet someone who I haven't seen in years. Cool. The not so fun stuff when I get premonitions of things that just aren't pleasant, okay? Or if I um, if I pick up on uh, a sim- an, an image, for example, whenever I see people in when I, when I first started wearing this, it was called Cam Walker, but it's the boot, the, those big black boots that people wear when their foot is um, healing when the doctor doesn't want you to move it too much. Whenever I see that 
often. So if I see two, three, four people wear it, I know that I'm going to be back in the booth. Okay, that's spirit saying, okay, pay attention to the signs, right? And lo and behold, it always pans out. I end up wearing a boot. So there are good things and then there are bad things. Sure, that's a nice little heads up, but at the same time, not so much. Or having a premonition dream of some unfortunate event. I'd rather not have those dreams, but it happens. Okay, so I have to understand my intuition, and that's the confession for the intuition part is I had to understand my emotion versus my intuition. I don't ever want to get that cross because what happens is everything is too much. Okay. You feel like you have to say everything, do everything, 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 everything. Okay. There's no boundaries. There isn't a filter. You don't give yourself a chance to really understand the whole situation because depending on how your intuition works and <clears throat> the next person, the next person, you know, we don't have the whole picture. Okay. Sometimes we get fragments of a situation. And if we jump to conclusions, then we really put ourselves in a jam. So I had to really stay on top of my intuition, which means there are days where I am super outgoing. I'm like, yeah, I want to go hang out. And other times it's like, I need to read a lot of books. <laughs> All right. And get back to my center. And this can apply for anyone and anything, which brings me to a side note here. Being intuitive isn't something that is for special people who do really, you know, crazy special things. It's just a bunch of practicing, depending on what works for you. Some people can dive into their intuition by going on a lot of retreats, going to workshops, um, using lots of crystals, and other people dive into their intuition by uh, meditating in their home, by drinking herbal tea, by dancing, okay, whatever works for you. So it, it isn't anything that's for, again, some super unique person or people. Anyone can increase their uh, power of their intuition, it just takes practice, like anything else. So responsibilities, and back to the lady, okay, so she felt like she had a responsibility to give her friend the heads up, and she's a good friend. I would want my friend to give me a heads up on a situation if they receive some vision, like, hey, you know, I think he's a jerk, or... um I had this vision that he pushed you or something like that. So here's the thing. And this ties into, of course, free will, which I'll talk about in a minute. We do have a responsibility to ourselves and to our friends, to society. However, you have to err on a side of caution because, number one, we have to understand what it is we're seeing, feeling, hearing, etc. Okay, we have to really understand what our intuition is explaining to us before we go and tell someone something because this involves people's lives. Okay, and sometimes we get mocked at and a confession for responsibility. I have been told to get over it. I have been second guessed a lot of times. 
And it's downright frustrating because when you know something to be true, but you can't prove it, that is one of the most annoying (laughs) experiences, annoying feelings possible, because that's just how intuition is. And you feel like, and I know I do, I have this responsibility to say, hey, this is what I picked up, you know, to take the information as you wish, you know, and react to it how you please. The the relief comes when people finally see what you have been seeing. In one situation in particular where I just been saying, no, I'm, mm, I'm not feeling that. And everyone else is like, no, 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 this is great. This is great. I had to stick to my guns. And the whole time I was just like, nope, nope, I'm not on board with this. Nope. I respect everyone involved, but I cannot support this decision. And so I was told to get over it. I was told, um, uh, you're being dramatic. I was told, stop it, just stop. And I have to tell you guys, I have developed the the trait of not saying anything until people are done speaking. Or uh, another one, not or, and, uh, I let people explain themselves um, in a non-judgment zone, you know, I just turn it off, just let them talk, comfortable. Another thing that I rarely do is when I'm talking to someone is to give them my advice, tell them tell them how I feel. I think you should do this. I hardly ever do that unless we're really close friends and I just say, hey, just try that because I understand that everyone everyone is on their own path and I don't want my personal judgment, because now we're not talking heart to heart. This is general conversation. I don't want my thoughts or feelings to come off and influence someone in a way that just disrupts their way of thinking, which can easily be be done because words are powerful. So I don't just offer advice willy-nilly, okay? I wait for them to ask me, what do you think about that? And I say that because I want you to know that while I stood my ground on this particular subject, I wasn't always vocal about it until someone bring it up and they would say, right, right. Or, you know, Oh, how about this? And I say, no, I don't agree with that. And then I was told, get over it. You're being dramatic. Stop it. Oh, just stop it. That's rough guys. That's really, really rough. Okay, because when we have knowledge, what do we do? We give back. We share the knowledge. But when you can't do that, it's rough. And then when you can't prove what you know to be true, that's rougher. So back to the lady, I explained to her that while that's really admirable of her to want to help her friend, she has to respect that. Everyone has free will. She is on her own path. She has to make those mistakes. One or two things can happen on your part. You can be there to support her when she does learn, or you can just 
not talk to her about it. Just, you know, let it go. And if she decides to talk to you once everything blows over, you can choose to talk to her a little bit about it or not at all. Okay. That's really all we can do after we put that information out there. Um, Also, there's the ethics part. Okay. It's so easy to want to tell our friends, hey, this is what I feel about this person, this is what I feel about that person. Keep in mind that there are some things that are better left unsaid. Sometimes we just got to let things roll. You know, we just got to let it go. And I know that can be hard because I am a huge proponent of venting about it first and then letting it go. I do not like to just say, let it go. But what I'm saying here is that when we are trying to be an upstanding person, we have to know when it's our place to do something, okay? Because there's so much involved each and every day. And also, we are flawed beings. No one's perfect here, right? So, That's another thing. When we want to help somebody else, someone can easily say, well, what about you? And that used to bother me too, because I know I'm not perfect. And the last thing I would want someone to do is to call me out for something I already know about when I'm trying to help them, (laughs) because I just picked out one thing. Like, I know I need to work on something. I'm not saying that I am on this grand throne. All I'm saying is that I picked up something, my intuition picked up something and this is what I'm sharing with you. So it's that that concern about the backlash from people who you care about, all right, or even the client or someone who you just met, okay? So there's a lot of responsibility wrapped up in this. And it's a day-to-day case-by-case case concern. There are some people who you'd be totally upfront with about your intuition. You can tell them, you know, all the things that you dreamt of, felt, you know, heard, had a vision about. And then there are other people who just say, you know what, I don't believe it. And, you know, this is my life. I respect that, but I am old enough to make my own decisions. And you're thinking, okay, you're right. (laughs) But meanwhile, you had to be the one to stand here and witness everything that goes down. So my advice to this part is to remember to be comfortable with yourself at the end of the day. You can only do but so much. I would say write everything down, date it. (laughs) All right. So when you do want to talk about it with that person or people, you can say, Hey, look, I have an intuitive journal. I wrote about this three weeks ago. Um, I didn't feel comfortable discussing it or if you told them about it and it just shot you down, you can just say, you know, hey, I really want to help. If I offended you, that wasn't my intention, but it was really on my mind, and I really had to express this to you, okay? Last but not least, free will. As I stated before, everyone has the right to make their own decision. You know, everyone's living out their own life. Bravo, you know, power to them. 
one thing that used to really bother me when I used to give readings was when people wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. That used to irk me beyond belief. This is my confession for this part. <laughs> when I tell you that used to irk me, I used to get so annoyed because I'm thinking to myself, you are wasting my time and your time because you are devoting all your energy for answer A when the answer is C. And I just never understood that because spirit is always giving us clues, messages, signs, and symbols. All we had to do is pay attention. And it could be as simple as seeing 111 on a license plate, then 222, then there's a sign at 777. You get change back and it's $1.11, one 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 again. I mean, endless. You overhear a conversation. You, you have your phone playlist on shuffle and a certain song comes out that you need to hear at that moment. So when you come to me for a reading, it's really just you putting the pieces together. Hey, Tia, I've been seeing, you know, triple ones all day. Um, I'm working on something. I just want a little bit more insight because, you know, I, I got a feeling about this and I know Spirit is trying to tell me to, you know, keep my thoughts positive, keep them high, but I just need some more insight, something um, <clears throat> to bring everything together. Fine. That's great. I had a lady who uh, received a reading from me, but she was just so determined for me to give her the answer that she wanted. And I could not do that. She has the free will to constantly seek out answer A, and I had the free will to tell her it's C. Okay? And I know it's C because I practice my intuition. I had that gut feeling. I had pulled the cards. The cards don't lie. Okay? And by cards, I mean oracle cards. So, even if we do that, okay, we tell them about our intuition, the messages we receive, and they say, okay, you know what? Fine, I go with C. They still have that free will to continue on with C. There's no guarantee that they're going to adhere to it the entire time. For example, what if you said, okay, um, yeah, I pulled a couple of cards, and you should um, work towards making a hobby a full-time thing. Okay, what does that mean? That means that there's a lot of time, energy, and money that's going to be spent to making this hobby a full-time thing, but that doesn't mean to quit your full-time job. So while you're saying, oh, yeah, my intuition is, is saying, yeah, this, like all, it all feels right, given all the circumstances right now, it feels right to make your hobby a full-time thing, to work towards that. But what if the person gets frustrated that, you know, the first three months is not working out and they want to give up? There's nothing you can do about that because that person has free will. So <clears throat> while, yes, it is painful to see someone go through things that they don't have to go through, and, you know, to play devil's advocate, it could be that, hey, they're meant to make these mistakes. They have something that they need to learn, 
and if they're the type that they need to fall on their face five times before they get it, maybe this is something that they need to learn so they don't have to fall that many times before they get it. Okay, but it's not up to us to make that decision. And that's what I had to learn. I had to learn that, uh, you know, we can, we can give the knowledge, but it's not up to us to make the final decision for that person. Okay, we cannot tell them what to do. Everyone has the right to make their own decision. And we're just going to have to bite the bullet on that if we don't like it. And even if they do make the decision that we like, it's not guaranteed that they're going to follow through to the end. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention because, again, I, I speak with so many, you know, spiritually centered people, those who are openly spiritually centered, those who like to keep their spirituality to themselves. And some of the things that they go through are exactly the things I'm talking about now. And I feel like if I made these confessions about some of the things that irk me, just annoy me, <laughs> as well as humble me, okay, because I had to learn, and then I can help someone else, too, who's going through this push and pull, okay, or this uh, this tug of war, so to speak, of emotions and intuition, responsibility to their family and friends if they feel something, you know, what if the aunt brings home a new man, and you're not getting a good vibe from him at all? Are you going to treat him like he's the best thing since sliced bread? No. You're going to show him respect because, you know, you have manners. You're going to say, hello, how are you? You keep it neutral, all right? But you're not going to embrace him where others would say, oh, how, how are you? You're just like, mm, I'm not feeling it. And I'm going to keep my energy to myself. I'm going to watch him because I don't trust him. Okay. And then you will eventually see everything play out and you know that you are right. But again, this comes with practice. We have to, number one, be aware of our emotions versus our intuition. Do not get those two confused because <clears throat> it will definitely uh, leave you confused. And some people say, oh, well, I thought your intuition is your emotion. What about being clear sentient? Yeah, that's clearly feeling uh, energies clearly feeling emotions of people, yes. If you're an empath, you feel on a deeper level. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you initially meet someone or you walk into a room and you feel like something's off versus you saying, I don't like that particular type of ice cream or, you know, I'm not feeling going to that party right now. I don't feel like going to a party. I just want to relax right now. That's two totally different things. See what I explained there? Intuition. You meet somebody, there's a vibe that you can't quite understand, but you don't like the person. Okay, you just, you don't have anything against them, but you can't explain it right now. You feel like there's something off there. Your emotions. That person offended you, now you don't like them. Okay, you're, you have an emotional issue with that person. They offended you in some way. Now you don't like the person. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. So I really hope that was helpful to you guys. Let me know, like I said, once a month, I am going to do these confessions of Tia, because it's a need. It's, it's a need. Because, oh my gosh, it's just, 
there's almost a pressure for spiritually centered people to be happy, go lucky, rainbows and unicorns almost all the time. It's almost as if people expect us to always take the high road. And yeah, we should take the high road. But sometimes it doesn't always work out. Sometimes we try to take the high road. Sometimes, you know, there's a roadblock there and it's just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Okay. Sometimes people take us for granted or they mistake our kindness for weakness. So again, my goal is to open the bag on people who get frustrated with their intuition because they want to do good. They want to help, but they're limited for whatever reason. Like, you know, person's free will, they have the right to choose option A or uh, responsibilities. It's being ethical about it. You can't just go telling people everything all the time because you picked up on something, you know, you, you had to be able to filter what you say and what you don't say. And that comes within time. I, in, a, in an hour period, I cannot tell you like the whole scenario, what's good, what's bad about when you talk to someone about your uh, intuition. I gave a brief example, like when you're talking to your best friend, there are some people who you can talk to, but then you, you just have to Feel the vibe, okay? And with your, your intuition in general, I can't stress, stress this enough. Practice, practice, practice. Learn anything and everything you can until you feel something that resonates with you. For example, um, I don't study too much about um, herbs. I know how some flowers can help. Um, I study some mints, so I understand how that can help people. But that's not my forte. I would go to someone if I wanted to learn more about how, you know, different herbs can help. I have some books on it that I have read, but I haven't dived that deep into it. So figure out what works for you. Read a book about various uh, topics and then whatever you like, whatever topic piques your interest, Buy more books on that. You know, look up more info on the internet about that so you can be really in tune with your intuition so that when the time comes, when you feel the need to speak up, you can stand your ground. And when someone tells you, get over it, oh, just stop, you can say, no, I really feel this way. And then you can back it up because you just say, you know, I got this feeling in my stomach or I, I just got this vision of something else. To just It's not this. It's not this, okay? So that's what I want to do for you is, again, to explain that side. It's okay if you have these emotions, these frustrations. Feel it, okay? Feel it and work your way through it. So thank you so, so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, rate, all that jazz. Okay, I will talk to you soon, and may your day be filled with many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.
morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Everyone starts their morning a little differently. But for those that like to kick the day off with a delicious breakfast, there's McDonald's. Here's to making your morning routine a little bit better with a sausage biscuit and hash browns at McDonald's for only $1.50. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.